everybody, and welcome to another edition of Adult Sports Kid. I am your host, Jason Paul, and we are back finally. Firstly, I owe you an apology if you download this podcast regularly. I was AWOL. No good excuse. Had some life stuff come up. Should have still planned around and gotten this done. I did not. I failed you, the listener. So if you come back, I gratuitously thank you for that. Good news is we have a lot to talk about this episode. Don't even think we'll have time for a deep dive. So let me start off by this. What am I playing right now? I'm playing NBA 2K22 still on PS5. Taking losses in the Pro-Am so much, so frequently. It's sort of my team's thing, you know. Some we, we can find a way to lose pretty much any game in there. A lot of the reason is some 2K BS now. And this is the one thing I'm going to harp on with 2K. I think a lot have been talked about steals and things have been nerfed. And listen, I actually, on-ball steals, although frustrating in times this year, fine with it. What remains the bane of my existence is the passing lane steals. The things you do not see in a regular NBA game. The things you would not have happen even in 2K if you can control the trajectory of your pass to a greater degree. So... That's my main frustration with 2K. Other than that, it's still a time suck. I'm having fun. I'm putting hours in it. Put too much VC into it. Let's not talk about how I'm now one of those people that buys VC and gives 2K the money they so feverishly want from me. But I am. I do that now. That's who I am. Do I feel good about it? No, I don't. I feel bad about it. But it's a reality in which I live. It's the decisions I made. It's my bed. I have to lay in it. So, enjoying 2K. Other thing I picked up last Friday when it released was Riders Republic. Having fun with that. Haven't dug as deep as I wanted to in that. Riders Republic's an interesting game. It's one that, again, it conjures up. So, it's it's definitely, you feel the steep influence, obviously, being made by Ubisoft. But you also feel... Uh, I feel ingrained in it, the Tony Hawk underground of it all, that world. And uh, so I, the reviews, let's talk about the reviews. General Survivors Republic, pretty pretty damn positive. People, uh, you know, obviously some issues like any launch. I think some banana suit was causing a problem, as they do in the world. Um, but overall, the reviews, fairly positive. A lot better outlook than what we thought months ago when people were talking about a hampered development of it. A long development, delayed development, but it's here, it's polished, it's fun, it's far from perfect, but it's far from imperfect. Like it's a fun game. And that saying made no sense, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. It's it's good. It's a solid put it to a seven or an eight range, depending on your uh want or need to play a game like this but for me it's a wonderful change of pace i love the ability to change between sports and the game i think that's really a modern take on this if you can get these systems to work together and as i alluded to after playing the trial version or beta or whatever they call it the end of august it sort of helps right it's oh i'm getting good on the bike and then some of those mechanics will translate to other 
sports and you know obviously like skis and snowboards very much tied different kinds of bikes tied we have bmx career coming up in the future we have different types of way to take flight with rockets and wingsuits game really has a lot for everybody it's what for me it's going to be uh when i partake in a legal california substance where i live and want to chill out and zone out for an hour and a half to two hours listen to some music i do like the music in the game got a little offspring in there got wiz khalifa it it is it's the amalgamation of what you would think a person interested in this game would like some old school irony based rock music some newer hip-hop a crazy cover of uh what's that song of uh gangster's paradise and then tonally i like where it's at and i see in reviews oh they're so cringy the dialogue and i don't know if people yeah it's it's on purpose like i'm pretty sure they know what they're doing here first of all this i think this game was made by a studio not in america so we you know i think they understand that they're sort of parodying american culture uh not the first game to do that and not the last and uh many games who do that find success because it's fun to parody american culture and sort of embrace it all the same and i think you can see their sincerity when it comes to the national parks and the reverence and really they put a lot of realism with those national parks into parts of them that you're supposed to really take in and look at and feel the breadth of. They're not detached from reality. They know that this isn't how most people talk, but when you're playing a video game, it's fun to be in that world. So I think that's what they are getting at. So I'm going to continue to give my impressions on this as I play it more. Like I said, generally, positive reviews for Riders Republic. I don't think I pulled one up to go down but generally positive reviews and we'll go through two other things that happened when i was gone nhl launch fifa launch both of those generally positive reviews fifa seems like more of a continuation of fifa 21 i'll look to get fifa 22 i think around black friday uh, if we can get it for a little cheaper than what it is for retail right now and it seems like their motion uh, what did the fifa 22 call that motion system what do they call it uh, hyper motion it seems like that has improved the game is also doesn't it's not a perfect feature mechanic it, it has some drawbacks but seems to have created a, a better experience overall there's some slight changes to volta but overall it doesn't seem like that's changed dramatically nhl generally favorable reviews very favorable if you compare it to nhl what was it 15's debut on what was then next gen systems which was pathetic and and features were stripped out of it so that's great to hear and then the other amazing thing with nhl getting generally positive reviews is they changed to the frostbite engine and didn't have issues and as we as we'll talk about that's abnormal i we've talked about this on this podcast when you hear engine change for a game, something should go off in your mind. Do they have enough time to do this? Do they know what they're doing? How is this going to affect what they've, the foundation they've built before? Is this a ground up thing? And it seems like for NHL, it wasn't 
somehow they made it so it's not a ground up thing now there's variables at play here right frostbite is an in-house engine in ea maybe that helped things we don't know how long they've been working on that changeover it very well could have been a long time which may help explain why it really didn't hamper anything and only help things it could just be the experience of people using it there. It could be a bigger development team for this year because we're going in the current gen and next gen. So whatever it is, NHL showed it's possible to change an engine and not destroy your game. But as we talk about a couple games, I don't think you should look at that as a norm. You should approach games with new engines with skepticism and wait for reviews on them, which brings us to story number one from polygon from the great ons good a, a writer from kotaku back in the day so i became familiar with them uh, an article detailing the uh e-football debacle that we talked about the last time we were together konami's atrocious e-football won't get a 1 1.0 launch until spring so we talked about the e-football launch it went terribly the selling of, of extra content for a game that wasn't even fully out yet and we didn't even know if it would be and sure enough konami has detailed that a title update to bring eFootball to the 1.0 status which to me means hey this is when it's actually going to be a real full game has been delayed until next year konami said uh a title update to the former Pro Evolution Soccer staple modes of play like Master League. Oh, you know, a franchise mode everyone wants. And Be a Legend. Oh, a, you know, a Be a Pro mode that, you know, is a staple in sports game now. Now isn't launching until spring 2022. That means it's about six months that you're going to have a demo. Uh, listen, it's pathetic. We know it's pathetic. We knew this was going to happen. And now that it's happened, I, it, it, you have to do more than this. This is bad. You can't just, oh, we're going to fix it later. I don't even know if they've taken off their BS, uh, you know, coins or whatever the tokens you could buy online, all that crap. But they should. They should do that. They should pull this from the stores, too the digital storefronts and then they should just wait until the 1.0 is ready and release it this did nothing good the way they rolled this out was bad from the start the cross platform between phones and ps5s horrible decision the changing of an engine you couldn't pull it off in a year don't do it the rolling out of features in a very haphazard way when you're not building up customer goodwill, they don't believe you that these things are actually going to come out at this point. And then you delayed the game. In this article, uh, Ongid ends with this. It's ill-conceived reinvention and hurried, glitch-filled, and abortive launch resembles the demise of NBA Elite 11 more than a decade ago. A milestone catastrophe that effectively destroyed that series as a console game. And now let me editorialize on top of this. That destroyed EA Sports and basketball. NBA Elite 11 came out the same year NBA 2K11 came out. NBA 2K11 is regarded as one of the greatest basketball games of all time. NBA Elite 11 is one of the worst video games of all time. 
eFootball, you change the name, you come out with crap. It's never a good look. Don't ever come out your first offering with crap, which brings us to our next story. NASCAR 21 Ignition was crap. It was crap. We talked about that again here weeks ago when we noted, oh, features are dwindling, new engine. Should we be scared? We should. This is a review from Sports Gamers Online. At NASCAR 21 Ignition Review, better off delayed. Well, how about that? It's a glitch-filled mess. It's stripped down. There's no real franchise mode to speak of or, or career. You go in and you take the spot of a real driver. How's that for authenticity? There's no truck series. There's no Xfinity series. Nothing. Uh, they did note in this review, Sports Gamers Online, uh, the NASCAR series never looked better. Cars look incredible. Engine sounds are pretty accurate, and the tracks are pristine. It's day and night how much things better look and sound compared to Unity. Not that the Unity engine is bad, but it just had its limits. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so that's great. But if your game sucks and looks good, don't release it. Operation Sports, more of the same from them. What did they have to say? How about this for a headline? NASCAR 21 Ignition Review. This is from Robert Collars. Hey, Cyberpunk 277. 20, hey, sorry, I messed that up. Hey, 20, one more time. I keep messing this up. Hey, Cyberpunk 2077, hold my beer. Well, that's not a good headline. That means you done messed up. And they sure did. Um, NASCAR fans, listen. It's clear this is the start of something. And in this review, they also point out presentations looking good. But the bugs and glitches are massive. There's no depth. The career mode especially is lacking. Don't release the damn game. I don't... Don't release the damn game. If it's not ready, don't release it. First off, it's November. The NASCAR season starts in February. At least wait four months. Why the why why not? At least line it up with the biggest event of your damn season, the Daytona 500. No, they don't do that. They put it out mid-season, in the later parts of the season, basically, and it's crap. What are you gonna do? Wait. This isn't good. You change the name and you release crap. This is exactly like eFootball. Don't do that. Don't push crap out there. It's not what people want. It's not good. <laughs> Think about this. You had an engine that... Listen, I like the NASCAR Heat games. How about release one more NASCAR Heat 6 while you're working on this? It seems that NHL, whatever they did to pull this off, they should write a Harvard Business Review article on it because I don't think any other video game development companies quite understand it. They don't get how they did it. And listen, I understand Motorsports Games is a newer company created just to push these out. But this is a terrible indication of, of what where their values lie because there's no way you have a product like this that is glitched and buggy and you don't know that unless you're putting your hand in the sand and not testing it yourself 
which I wouldn't put it past some companies. So you know it's going to be crap. And you know it's going to be received by crap, yet you still put it out. And that really leads me to this article from Sports Gamers Online, Michael Straw, Motorsports. Motorsport Games President responds to NASCAR 21 Ignition concerns. In Twitter, he said, At Motorsport Games, we pride ourselves in the work we put out. We know there are issues that must be fixed, and we will continue to work with the development teams in our studios until our efforts meet your expectations. Thank you for your support and patience. Uh, he said the second patch would should be available very soon, and there's a third patch in development. Since copies started going out to various members of the media and YouTubers, issues have ranged from game game breaking to annoying. Nevertheless, there are a lot of problems that need to be addressed before anyone could recommend NASCAR 21 Ignition. So that's big. They've acknowledged it again. Listen, we don't need to go down a cyberpunk rabbit hole, though we could. Uh, let's not. But again, another game. I'll just delay it again. Just do it, and you'd fix it. Now, in the sports gaming world, we don't have that too often because one, well, you have to get it out, right? Like we're, you're gonna have to get this game out because we have a season. But with, again, with this, with NASCAR 21, um, it's November and the season started in February. Maybe you don't need to get this one out. When did? Let me look this up. When did NASCAR Heat Five come out? NASCAR Heat Five came out July 2020. You could have had waited to February. It's a year and a half. Instead, you did it a little over a year and you had crap. And I don't know what, listen, 704 Games did the NASCAR heats. They were, let's see if we can figure this out. Motorsports. And so they're not involved in these anymore. They seem to um, have the right, I don't know, this is a bad first impression. Uh, As I'm going to look on Motorsport Games website right now, let's just see. Because the other thing I heard that at Motorsport Games, they also got the right to the indie series. Where are you going to walk before you run? Put out a good game before you, you try to make more. What are you? I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm clicking around the motorsport game site right now just to just to see what they're what they're thinking and sort of what 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 they're putting front and center. So I'm gonna yeah they they highlight if you go to their our game section they do they have all the older NASCAR Heat titles they bought them they're very proud they put the seven four seven oh four games. Um. So let me just Google did motorsport games. By 704. All right, let's read this. Um, Motorsport Games reaches agreement to acquire all remaining shares of 704 Games. Coming, so they did. So they got it. They got the developer that I thought worked on a pretty damn good uh, NASCAR simulation. They changed the engines on them. I'm assuming. Well, we don't know. We don't know. We, let's not get into too much conjecture here. And we can leave that there. Very disappointing release. We had two very disappointing releases this fall. But I do want to look at the positive right now. I think there's a lot of good in sports gaming. I think, although NBA 2K22 is polarizing, I think there's something for everybody there. 
I think Madden this year is the first time it seems like a real step in the right direction. I should mention the scouting updates out. That happened while we were gone. Doesn't seem to be transformative, but they delivered on a promise, which I very much appreciate. I think they've fixed some of the bugs that I myself noticed, especially around computer teams and their fatigue. So maybe we'll give franchise mode another go and verify that fix. So it's not super bleak in the sports gaming landscape, but it seems that way with the lack of competition, which we all sort of worried about 15 years ago or more at this point when the fateful day when 2K got uh, you know sucker punched by EA's deal with the NFL. And I think it shows that lack of competition really drives complacency. And when your company's not being complacent and they do make a big upgrade, they're a little more haphazard about it. Um, but not all bad. I think we have functional games for each sport. It just sucks. We only have one and it might be a few years old because you want the newest and most shiny thing to be fun to play. At least I do. I love when the new game is better than the old game. It sucks when you're like, Oh, well actually the game two years ago is better than this one. I hate going back like that. But it's a weird landscape we're in. And I think something we're, for NASCAR fans to think about is like, well, Ignition 21 sucks. I'll go back to NASCAR 5 or 4. That worked. That had a career mode. So definitely uh, some, some uh, you know, crazy stuff happened in the sports gaming sphere. And I'm going to – and and this is another one we kept our eyes on from Operation Sports and Pris Hort, Prince Horton this past week. We, re- we, we received some interesting news regarding Esports Boxing Club, the game that has promised the world to us. We're excited to learn that post-fight interviews will be a feature in the game. Okay. Listen. This game, I don't believe this is a video game. I think this is a wish list. I don't believe you can put every damn thing that we've heard is going to be in this game in this game especially when we don't have a timeline still for the alpha the beta right we've seen gameplay it seems good it seems too good what are you doing say you do implement post-fight interviews and it seems like response types will affect career um we don't know even if they're just like the fifa post-game interviews where it affects morale, which is all I need. Just make it something immersive, simple. I love the FIFA one, especially with the language, depending on what uh, country you're in, the, the interviewers will ask you questions in that language. I think that's a nice little touch. But does Esports Boxing Club really have the resources to do that? Can they really pull this off? And again, they keep adding features, adding boxers, ask, making promises, and it's like, let's, let's walk before we run. Let's release a proof of concept of something that works. Let people get their hands on it. And then let's see. Because, quite frankly, I'm getting more worried the more that they're announcing things for this game. I should be getting more excited, but I'm jaded, I guess, at this point. I worry that none of this is going to materialize in the way we want. When really what we want at its core is a boxing game that is fun and functions correctly. And I truly worry that we're not even going to get that if 
the development team is spread so thin on this. This is a smaller team. This is a smaller company. I uh, let's look up the company behind it. Let's see what we got here. I don't think they've made anything before. Um, go to the about section here. You you get the list of a lot of googling today. God bless you. Just made from the ground up with the thin the professional. But I you hear nothing. This esports boxing. Club developer. Let's see if anything comes up for that. Steel City Interactive. That's it. That's the publisher. And this is their whole thing. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm worried. I'm worried. You guys know that. I've sounded the alarm on this before. That continues. I think it's real cool that you hope all these things make in your game and function. But please make a game that functions. Please do that. We're in an era where this is hard to pull off. We've seen that time and time again. We're a little bugged. Can screw up people's experience. Think of the Madden and the fatigue. Just a little thing will make your franchise mode worse. So please be cognizant of this. If any developer listens to it, please. I will take a less fully featured working product, which is what NASCAR Ignition mixed out on. You can miss features if your gameplay is excellent. You can probably miss some gameplay. Your gameplay can be a little off if your features are unlimited, but you can't do both. So if the core game's here and some of this stuff's broken in Esports Boxing Club, I'm cool with it. But make that core gameplay still the 80% of what you're working on development-wise. All this other stuff sounds cool, but it actually gives me worry. Something else that gives me worry, announced by Sports Gamers Online, couple weeks ago report uh this is from michael straw wwe 2k22 will have heavy microtransaction presentation so somebody did a data dig uh in wwe 2k and you can it seems like you'll be able to buy vc ranging from 5,000 to 450,000 coins the listings were found in a folder marked 2k22 uh backslash store which makes sense and uh, we don't know exactly what they're used for. I think this could point to a couple things. One, it could just be a straight-up ripoff of NBA 2K. So you'll have a wrestler to play online that you'll level up. Now there, if it's fully fleshed out online and it's fun and responsive and with internet times it works, I'm not saying I'll hate that. Like, I'm okay. Listen, I've accepted eternally games as a service is here to stay. And that a $70 or $60 game I buy may very well require me to put more money in to get the maximum enjoyment and competitiveness out of it and be competitive in it. But if this is going to be more, I don't, if it's like unlockables, arenas, um, God forbid things in universe mode or your story mode, I think we'll have a problem. I think people will push back though if it's if it's super egregious. I do that something do think that's something about wrestling fans and and it might get um, it's something in NBA 2K sports games are looked at 
you know, as like a bastard child, and they're really not given the same attention by the sports gaming media for egregious things that 2K has done in the past. But I don't know if this will slip through because I think wrestling video game fans and and the larger contingent of gaming media crossover a bit more due to the classics uh, from yesteryear, from the No Mercy era, from the SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain era. So, at fingers crossed, this will get the coverage it deserves beyond just, you know, sports gaming websites, although big shout out to Michael Straw for this excellent reporting. I've This worries me, uh, especially another game that was disastrous, took a year off, got delayed, and now we're looking at a March release date. All that's fine if the game comes out okay. And we're getting to crunch time. It's about six months, five months away from release, probably six. Uh, what's in the game is pretty much solidified, and now they're you know they're executing. So let's hope that this VC isn't um, going to drastically make the game feel and be pay to win. And then on the same note, I hope if they do have an online portion which this kind of leads me to me that would be pretty heavy with vc and competitiveness that one it's not totally pay to win and two that it wouldn't be fun to play a wrestling game online with friends and it you don't have to worry about like input lag as much i think it must be possible listen i shoot jump shots in nba 2k that's all timing it's button pushes in this game in wwe 2k series at least in the you know in the previous iterations of it that we've played so, I don't know. Could be good. If, if, if this points to, hey, here's a really fully fleshed out, you know, my player type thing where you have this online living wrestling universe. Because let's go down uh, the imagination rabbit hole. So, we have this city in NBA 2K. What if we had a cool, what if we had, you know, Stamford, Connecticut in uh, WWE? Or you could walk around the Performance Center and then you can go and train, and then you can go for matches at Raw or SmackDown or NXT, your main event. I think there's a lot of cool stuff you could do with the online portion, but don't make it play to win. I'll buy some for some stupid elbow pads, leg pads. This should be, the WWE 2K22 saga is interesting. I think it'll continue to be interesting, and I think we have to keep our eyes on this microtransaction stuff. Especially if it hits the pay to win or if it's going to be heavily expensive to unlock things that should be unlockable by just playing the game. On that note, I do worry because WWE 2K, and this was before they acquired by 2 um, I think it was even when it was like WWE 13, THQ put in those, uh, you could put $5 unlocks everything. Now I'm fine with that because it's $5. So in a way, that's pay to win, or at least pay to play more. But we all know what 2K is capable of, what Take Two is capable of, and they're capable of quite a bit. They're capable of uh, getting a guy like me who thought, ah, eh, you know what, that my player stuff's not for me, to pre- pretty much exclusively playing my player and spending money on my own pocket. So I worry for myself with that. Let's hope the AEW game has none of that. All right, a couple of smaller updates. Before we get you out of here today, we have Knockout City update arrived uh, featuring 120 frames per second support for Xbox Series X and S and the PS5. Along with that, 
it is the PlayStation game. It's a free download for PlayStation. You have PlayStation Plus this month. I have not tried it, but I might give it a go with the 120 frames per second. That'd be cool to see. Uh, lighting's been improved. Ball lights, particle lights, all the lights, it seems. Uh, there's also said there's improved global illumination and local light shadows. Gamers will see higher fidelity textures for a more realistic looking environment. All good sounds there. Uh, this was from Steve Noah at Operation Sports. I forgot to mention that. So Knockout City, haven't heard anything on sales on that. I don't think it's taken the world by storm. My personal opinion after playing the free demo of it or the trial, whatever they called it, was it is one, too much first person shooter for a sports fan, not enough first person shooter for a first person shooter fan. Um, I think it's not exactly a sports title because you're running around a city and playing dodgeball. And it's not exactly a first-person shooter because you're throwing a dodgeball and it has a lot of sportsy mechanics. I would have preferred an interesting dodgeball game that's more of like an arena. I found some of the controls wonky and the cameras when the balls are coming from you behind you. I think something more where you could see the whole action at all times would be interesting. But I might give this another go now that it's included in PlayStation Plus. It's already included in EA Games and Games Pass because uh, it's part of EA Access, I believe. So give that a look. Shouldn't cost you too much out of your pocket, and it could look very pretty. Uh, all right, next story from Sports Gamers Online. It's a Football Manager 2022 review. Another good year from Curtis uh, Russell. Basically outlining that, uh, you know, Football Manager's back. It In fact, it releases... When does Football Manager 22 release? I believe November 9th. 22 release date. Let's look it up. November 9th. So that's very close. The next Tuesday. So that uh, got good reviews. 9 out of 10. Listen, that game, if you're a simulation fan, that's the one. To, that's a... That's a I think it's the king. It's that. It's OOTP if you're looking for these tech sims. And they're going beyond tech sims, obviously, at this point. Football Manager is a whole gameplay engine. I very well might uh, check this one out. If I don't end up getting FIFA, I want to you know, get some football action. But I'm not exactly sure what route I want to take with that this year yet. But Football Manager getting a glowing review from sports gamers online. So, I, I listen, I don't want to go point by point down the review. I recommend you check the review out. And if you haven't played a football manager, I believe they're part of Xbox Game Pass as well. There's a version for the Xbox and then on the PC, they have the PC version you can download. If you're into simulation sports, if you're into franchise modes, please give it a try. Even if you're not a soccer slash football fan, you might find some enjoyment just in the management aspects of it. Um, and quite frankly, I think you'll learn to play or and, and watch soccer and understand it more closely and you'll really get a sense of strategy and player movement and the dynamics of play there i did and it's really made me enjoy the sport more helped me enjoy playing fifa more knowing a little bit more about strategies and it really rounded me out as like a football fan so give it a look there finally our final bit of news i've earmarked for us this week ufc4 prime icons 10 fighters we want to see um 
so basically this is from sports gamers online uh greg thompson so this thursday and uh one of this so i think let me look this up if this was actually fully released so they released a prime icons update and it's uh some of ufc's greatest fighters of the last two decades and it looks like who do we got here we have uh anderson silva alistair overeem khabib joanna i can't say her last name george st pierre michael bisbing um so they added these how many fighters one two three four five six fighters plus a new uh real realistic um or a new modern day fighter into the game and these are basically like the gold standard versions of them uh, the best of the best think tyson is prime think jordan 93 96 the legendary edition i, I haven't played ufc for in a while i don't know how many of these guys have a current person in the game i think khabib does might be a little lower rated because it's uh his current version so these are basically just hey the tip tip top versions the best of the best the icons of the sport so something to make that game go a little more further i think what i want to point out there is the ability and uh, of ea to support a game beyond one year of a life cycle they do very good with that with ufc i really admire what they do there they keep it fresh they keep updating the titles and they allow it to breathe for that two years and I would like to see more games go there. I think two years for a development cycle in 2021 isn't crazy. I think it should be more than norm. I think something, but but again, when you see things like eFootball, to bring this all around, and NASCAR 21 Ignition, you see uh, a corporate appendage not able to really see the value in that. Because if they're not willing to wait four months for a game to be ready, I don't think they're gonna wait a whole year to cash in on their audience again because maybe they can sell them those those new paint jobs in that new game and get 60 bucks as opposed to 20 or a free update like ufc's doing um or it's not free update let's see how much is it a free update let's check that we don't know if it's a free update folks i think it costs money buy now i think you know this is a very unclear website So it does look like you have to purchase the Prime icons. But if you think about it like that, say you have to purchase something like that, you know, a year plus after a game's released, I think people's appetites are that. And you might end up with more money over the long term if you're, if you're, if you're getting people every six months to give you 20 bucks, knowing that they don't have to drop the full 60 or 70 until another year comes by. That might work out. So keep that in mind as well. Um, I really, I really, really hope that um, more companies take that tact. Look what UFC is doing. See the success with it. And look at EA. Something like EA, I think they should be thinking about. UFC one year, a boxing game the, the next year. So that deal, that's the major news. The other thing I want to note, it, note Forza Horizon 5, which... I haven't seen all the reviews, but the ones I've seen have been excellent. That releases November 9th. 
So look for that on Xbox Games Pass if you have Xbox Games Pass. So that's included in that. Um, and then I wanted to give a shout out to the 2K Labs YouTube channel. They, they really break down statistically, analytically, badges, how they affect your players. They also have uh, videos about tips, just generally how to play NBA 2K. It's really opened my knowledge up, really make gives more tools of the tool set in terms of how I'm uh, allocating things with my guy, how I suggest people I play with online allocate, allocate things within their guy, and we're talking badges, we're talking attributes. And then tips, uh, I, all the tips I can get, you know, I, I learned to, to push the defensive assist down a little bit and I've, I've loved that so far. So I've learned a lot and I wanted to give a big shout out to their channel because it's not just a guy who's making builds who says you're going to be the best ever. It's scientific, it's statistical, it's analytical. Uh, they're checking in on things after patches. They're doing the work. They're showing you the data. They're showing you the graphs. They do have a, a website too where you can see a lot of this stuff, uh, you know, put out on paper, quote unquote. But the YouTube channel is great. The videos are highly digestible. They're quick. Big shout out there. Also, the biggest shout out remains for you, the audience. You stuck with me through that break. Thank you. I don't want to do it to you again. Uh, so tell a friend if you enjoyed it. If you didn't enjoy it, please don't tell a soul. But anyway, have a good one, everyone. Mm -hmm.